Got anything funny to say? I certainly fucking hope so. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, and uh, all the worst or nots know. I am your host, Falio Iglesias, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, Elon Muscular, Chris Pistofferson, the Archduke Depeche Mode, Von Luftballoons, the Boulevard Thunder God, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, the Dime Store Crime Lord, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. Uh, absent this week is Silvery Plath, aka Alicia Silverstone, Woko Ono, Yoni Berra, Paloma Abdul. But she's here in spirit, you know, like Obi Wan, except less shitty and corny. Um, she's more rad. Like, if there was a ghost of Princess Leia in future movies, like a blue ghost of Leia, that's, you know, Silvery not being here, that's what it is. But. The man we cannot do without, uh, Adam Strange, is with me, a.k.a. Adam Who's Strange, a.k.a. Tooth Willis Forrest Gums, the Vice Count Dirty Finger. Yeah. All right. And, uh, yeah, <clears throat> back to the skeleton crew. The OG uh, original uh crew of what how many years oh nine so 13 years yes me and adam strange have been doing this show for 13 years uh what was it seven on the radio six on the podcast uh just you know there's some trivia for that ass i, I was buying smokes today and the guy was like but you got an id yeah you look like you're like 37 Nice. And I was like, thank you, dude. You, yeah, I was like a decade off, but yeah, nice. And he was like, oh, sorry, I meant 27. And I was like, oh, sir. sir <laughs> There's no sir. tip jar here, sir. You can just stop right now. <laughs> hey um, Yeah, but for once, and it's kind of a bummer that we don't have more people here, because for once I have like more uh, good news on the list than bad, which that's such a... Well, we'll probably get to it with nobody to... Um, Oh, yeah, say to sidetrack us with their thoughts. Well, not that, even to expound <laughs> on their brilliant ideas and keep <laughs> us flowing into a free form. Um, all right, so, yo, do you want to start with probably the most fun one of, like... The Alex Jones of getting pwned? Yes, and just that, like... Uh, Friends. And I like this because that's actually a pretty the good yo Jones. The yogurt factory's got immigrants in it, and they're going to kill you with their false flags. There, there's estrogen in the yogurt. You're going to need to take these pills. They're $75 a piece. Um, so I am not generally a uh, believer in, you know, like a lot of people will substitute um, actual knowledge for like platitudes of like everyone. And don't get me wrong. It's a great quote. But, you know, everyone loves to quote the uh, Martin Luther King quote of like the uh, arc of the universe bends towards justice kind of shit and i'm like yeah it's a great quote but you know I, i've never seen any evidence of that um and also like as it applies to this it's like you know people say everything you do in the dark will come to the light and yeah. normally i don't uh, believe that but this 
uh, this just so in the midst of Alex Jones's, I guess it's post trial, but I guess there's kind of a, a sub trial to decide who gets how much money from him yeah. and his attorneys, I guess he had turned over the, all the data content from his phone that he has had as long as he has had it. Yeah. And then well, he, his, his attorney was supposed to had a copy. of Right. That. He had a copy. He, he handed over his in attorney. discovery. He was supposed to give over any text message where he ever mentioned Sandy hook. Right. That was part of the discovery process. Absolutely. And while he sat on the stand, they said, did you hand over every single text message that mentioned Sandy Hook? He was like, yes. He's like, you're definitely sure you did that? Yes. Yeah. Are you sure, right? Yeah. He's like, yes, I definitely did that. But, but then? And, uh, yeah, and then somehow his attorney accidentally forwards that entire data file, which apparently was enormous, yeah. over to the opposing attorney. And not only giving them the information on, yes, he had way more texts about the inter text interchanges about Sandy Hook than he had handed over, but also you know he had been claiming bankruptcy and saying that like oh I'm you know ever since they deplatformed me I'm only worth like four million not hundreds of millions. Oh, his banking records were on there. I just want to take Everything. a sip for that. Well, mm. it, those two days of trial Cheers. began with. One day, the parents were giving their testimony. Mm -hmm. Now, he didn't have to be in the courtroom for that, so he goes back to his house and does his show. Mm -hmm. So he's on the air, mm -hmm. talking. He does. I guess he thinks that since the lawyers are busy, they're not going to have an extra lawyer sitting outside recording his show, which or they just, do. Or and as if it doesn't live on the internet and after that. And he shits all over the parents, where he's in trial being like, I'm really sorry for everything that happened. It was just a misunderstanding. And then they're like, and he's on the radio being like, these are, they're not even humans. Mm -hmm. I can see their zombie eyes. Soros is paying them to come out, come after me to shut me up. And, and also shits on the jury and the judge. Yeah, everybody. The, ju the jury was all idiots. They don't know anything about what's going on. So he basically shits on them, comes in the next day, and they're like, is this your show? And then play it. It's like, we just need everybody to hear what he's been saying. And then they During do, they do the, the questions, and they're like, so, you, you gave us everything, right? Under perjury of law right now, you're not lying. You gave us everything. It's like, yep. Like, well, okay, what if I told you that your lawyer gave me your entire text history from your cell phone by mistake? And his face just <laughs> melts. You see his face make this really weird, like, oh, fuck, I'm fucked. Fuck, fuck, fuck kind of face. And then he just looks at, the, at that lawyer and goes, oh, I guess this is your Perry Mason moment, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like... Kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, this is the turn, yep. you know, you're fucked forever. January 6th committee said, can we get a copy of those texts? And they're like, that yes, they are part. on their way. They are on their way. We've emailed them already, sir. Yeah, that part. So he doesn't even just get himself fucked on this trial. <clears throat> and obviously you and I both know this, but for yeah. anyone listening who doesn't know, um, he was also... I don't think he was subpoenaed. I think he was just questioned yeah. by the one six committee. And you know, I'm he was active in DC that day. We don't know what he was doing. Yes, and uh, but a big part of it, and I think I've made it quite clear uh, through several episodes of this show that I am uh, lightweight obsessed with the one sixth. Not not just the yeah. committee. Everything DOJ is doing with it, all of it, just like it's fascinating as shit to me. Um, just. For many, many reasons, but partly because of, like, what we're talking about, like, uh, how very season two of The Wire all of these people are. Like, these 
like not just white people but rich white people have had no natural predators for so long that they don't even know how to commit felonies without being like hey dude it's 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 literally like they're like yo dude do you want to commit any felonies uh no not right now well hey do you want to hear about some felonies that i created and then maybe you, you will commit them with me one of the fake electors in wisconsin his email after the fifth time he says you know he calls themselves fake electors mm-hmm. he's like maybe from now on we should call ourselves alternate alternative electors, electors. like i know i've been calling you know, like basically like don't talk about the felony while you're committing yeah the- but you no, know, it's not one of the michigan guys yeah, he's like talking to one of the michigan yeah. guys it's boris epstein who is part of he has been a part of both uh, Trump campaigns, which is weird just to have a dude named Boris Epstein yeah. and it's pronounced with the SH sound uh-huh. in the middle. It's not Boris Epstein or Epstein, it's yeah. Epstein. And the only reason that's weird to me is because for like a campaign, it's like, no, we don't collude with Russians. And I'm not saying Boris Epstein is a Russian national or anything, just yeah. really reeks of Russo. It just feels that way. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Just that's how it feels. Uh, but, anyway, but then they also um, broke out a forensic accountant on Alex Jones, and they were like, "While you've been banking these last few months, we've had four guys really, really deep dive watching mm-hmm. you, and they had subpoenas so they could get up in your accounts." And he's been—he basically, when this all started, and they—they, they, you know, I'm air quoting the word mm-hmm. "deplatformed" here because mm-hmm. he's on the fucking—he's still podcast. That's the thing when they say like. They don't. It's not like they took you off the internet and they banned you right. from happening. Absolutely. Any anyone can have their own website and talk all. They do what we're doing right now. Absolutely. Like Spotify might not let us do it, but we could still just post it on the internet and you could still go listen. No, there's to it. tons of musicians but, who are like, oh, I used to have a record deal. Now I just inform my millions of listeners that just buy it through. It's like you know, Prince basically pioneered deep platform. Yeah, 100. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and that's all it is. It's like once you have. But he was about ten years early. That's the one. There's like one oh, interview. Prince, he's, yeah. When he was in the middle of changing his name to the artist, when they yeah. were like, "So how do you, you know?" He released an album on the internet mm-hmm. before anybody had albums on the internet, Absolutely. and they were like, "They were like, so what do you feel about the record labels and they're, how they're going to come after you?" He's like, "Oh, they're not important anymore. They don't even matter anymore." Yep. And I was like, "Oh, you were you're ten years early, but totally nailed that shit right on the head." Like, no, everything because they still matter for ten years. NSYNC still happened after that. You know? uh, no, absolutely. But everything that he did. 10 plus years beforehand not just with putting his music strictly through his own website but there's a ton of things and we've talked about this before so we don't got to rehash it but like he was way ahead of that but also to your point is that people are like oh de-platforming but once you have as many millions if you have several million listeners because of your youtube and social media platforms they can de-platform you but one, but like uh, you said, they're not like you can just build your own website and just make an announcement through whichever means you need to. And granted, your following will shrink. Well, but if you've had is, millions, hundreds of thousands will still follow you over. I'd there. say, as a lefty, I grew up my entire life having righty motherfuckers tell me that it's my fault for not following the rules. Right. That's why you're not happy. You just don't follow the rules. We. Mm-hmm. That's illegal. You're just if you could just follow the rules, you'd be happy. Mm-hmm. Deplatforming means you were somewhere where they were like, here's the rules. And mm-hmm. you went, fuck your rules. Yeah. And then they, they came to you and said, hey, man, 
look, you're famous. Can you please follow the rules? They wasn't like they just kicked him off. They came and were like, look, you got to stop doing this. They gave him like, so many more Fuck chances. Fuck you. I'm going to go on Twitter and talk about, use this for publicity to make people like me even more because you said, you know, like, fuck them. They, they no, ask absolutely. for deplatforming and like the, deplat the, the platforms want the money. They don't want to kick absolutely. Alex Jones off. They were like, Alex, please stop saying that people's no, kids don't exist. all those platforms give anyone who makes them enough money all the rope in the world. And if you do get so-called deplatformed, which just means not on their platform anymore, yeah. it's because you left them zero recourse. Right. Like, you know, people are like applauding Twitter and Facebook and all this shit. for like, oh, they, they deplatformed Trump. And it's like, that was the last thing in the world they want to do. Like, when we watch uh, shit on 1-6, we talk about, like, Hannity and fucking Don Jr. are calling Trump being like, stop this thing. No one wanted that shit to stop more than Twitter. And not because they're fucking patriots, but because they're like, fuck, we're finally going to have to kick him off of our platform. They're just a bunch of greedy So, so what he did when he was deplatformed is that he on paper made it look like his company took a personal loan from him. Right. So he, what he did was take like, it's something weird where he like took like a hundred million out of one account, put it in one account and then put it back and mm -hmm. was like, okay, the, my company just borrowed a hundred million from me. So they're going to be repaying that. So then every week or every couple days, he would do 11,000 withdrawal mm -hmm. from his company into private accounts, mm -hmm. which he thought were, was, uh, separate from him like right. it's a shell company that's like in the bahamas or something they but little did he know that him. the other lawyers were like it's this company right here in the bahamas this is where all the money is like they've right. been watching it the whole time and presented in court like here's how he's been defrauding everyone he's stealing his own money and hiding it somewhere and that that all came out so basically they're like here's where his money is let's go get it you know and they're basically going after it the thing is that they say like the the forensic accountant was saying that his show is worth about two or three million a week like he that's can pull so in crazy. Off of selling supplements, two or three million dollars a week. That's, that, that's insane to me. Like I, I see YouTube videos and they sh when people would show it and they're like, ten thousand a week. But like, he's got to have other what? advertisements. How is that? Right? Not he's not just insane. advertising his own shit, is he? I've never listened to Paul's. Yeah, he he sells the show. He asks for donations. That's the big right. one. The the day after that court case, he had Roger Stone on Infowars telling people they need to give money to. And I'm saying, hey, hey, listeners, That's of, a list, action. listeners of Infowars, you should definitely give Alex Jones some more money that he can pass on to the Sandy Hook parents. Um, or listeners of worst case scenario, you could pass it on us. Although you can't. Our we listeners. don't have a Patreon yet. No, there's a there's, a, there's a donate tell button. Your that, friends. Is a there donate, a donate button? Yeah. If you're anybody like if with our, our link we share on Facebook, if they're on Spotify, there's they click over through to the um, worst case page there there's a little donate button that you can oh, click yeah donate us some money and it bro. clicks right into our uh, podcast account yeah i always forget to say rate review subscribe and donate bro we still need chairs but our listeners are part of what makes them the colorful wonderful listeners they are is that they're all fucking broke then also you broke fucks and if you if i'm wrong prove me wrong they're outlaws who don't follow the rules they uh deplatformed themselves yeah they don't even got paypal they can't you know. They can't work out how to send a postal money order to a podcast. <laughs> However it works. I don't really give a fuck. But uh, back to uh, the 1-6 thing, how that crosses over with Alex Jones's phone info getting uh, him in, in, in cross-pollinating his, back his Roger troubles. Uh, well, that too. But it's also that... Um, and it, all, it doesn't just get him in trouble, but it gets... Uh, 
well, I don't want to say gets Trump in trouble because, you know, we've debated many times whether he's actually going to get prosecuted for anything. But uh, it has to do with because Alex Jones was there kind of speaking, being a part of the whole planned melee. And then I guess he was my understanding of what they found on the phone was uh, where he should go meet up with Trump at the Capitol, uh, like what part of the building yeah. uh, and because you know they acted like he was doing an um, impromptu appearance but you know the whole Cassidy Hutchinson thing was like no he had always planned to go down there and was furious when his secret service wouldn't let him but the texts with Alex Jones and whether it's Roger Stone or whoever are like yeah Trump's gonna meet you over at the, like the back door of the Capitol or like you know on the veranda or wherever the fuck but it definitely next to the gallows yeah <laughs> just there's somebody who's gonna fucking build a gallows and just you know wherever you see that just if you see Mike Pence's limp corpse just uh, flailing uh, jerking uh, hither yeah, yeah, in right the wind under there. Uh, just go next to the fucking real herky-jerky uh, Mike Pence thing. Um, oh, speaking of that, not to get sidetracked, but did we talk about Matt Gaetz's, uh comments about Mike Pence last week? I don't know. Okay, I don't so... Think it, I don't think we did. I don't think it's it. gone through if we have. Uh, all right, so uh, what was hilarious, and this is totally a sidetrack, but so you know that um, I think a few weeks ago we talked about how at that Texas CPAC thing... Um, Right after Roe got overturned, Matt Gates gave that speech where he's like, Why are all the most unfuckable women the ones who complain about fucking abortion being overturned? You're never going to need one. She's got a face like thumb. Right. Like, have you seen your face, sir? So I hadn't have thought of that before, but now I think his face looks like a thumb. And But also, like, so you know how... Um, That's in a butt. Mike Pence... Uh, <laughs> Mike Pence uh, is clearly trying to make a run up yeah. to uh yeah, he's, maybe he's, yeah, he's, a run. he's there he's gonna he's, he's i don't runner. i don't know that he's he has gonna, the balls he's gonna suck those sweet christian boats <laughs> right down the fucking shitter mm, i don't I, I don't think he's gonna but uh but i think that he is making the same kind of cowardly tiptoe that he likes to do but anyway um you know his i believe it's his chiefest staff is mark short who recently just gave statements to the doj yeah. um but during Matt Gates' speech, uh, he was like, and Mike Pence trying to run for president. Let me tell you something. Nobody's voting for Mike Pence. And uh, they interviewed Mark Short on some news venue. I don't know which one. But they asked him, like, what do you think about Matt Gates saying nobody's going to vote for Mike Pence? And paraphrasing here, uh, Mark Short said something along the lines of, Oh, like, why would I care about that? He's not going to have any voting rights. He'll be in prison. prison. Matt Gates will be in prison for child Child sex trafficking. I'm actually uh, really surprised that uh, any state lets him talk any place where minors are in the room. You know, and I thought that was kind of cool in the sense, not that Mark Short is cool. It's just really hilarious that that fucking Republicans are now just a pack of wild fucking street dogs going after each other. Well, Pence is one of the few people who might actually, not that he would, but if he's running against Trump in a primary and mm-hmm. actually is getting enough, you know, oomph to stay in the he race. He could siphon votes. Yeah, he could start spilling tea. He he was actually there. He could I say, don't he think could, you do that. 
I, no, I don't think he would. It's a weird thing, but I think that guy would. If that guy's doing this on Mark Matt Short? Gates, you, you get Pence up there and somebody's like, well, Trump said this. And he could be like, do you know that, you know, Trump did this, 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 this. And like, he could say some shit that would be like. I think that is. He could, he could say, all Pence has to do is be like, Trump said that Christians are stupid and that we'll yeah. do whatever he wants. And that alone could shove a lick. You know, because Trump is already in a place where he was already just above 50% to get in. Mm-hmm. And he ain't got 50% anymore. And like any little bit of shaving he gets off of his, his lead. Absolutely. Is, I do think that it's a, it, it if he actually did make a run at all that Mike Pence would siphon votes off, but that would only be during the primary. And those votes would go back to him during a general. And uh, and I hate sounding like I'm a fucking pundit right now. That's terrible. But I will say this uh, about Pence. Uh, I do think that... See, normally I would have said he's a gutless turd, but he did show some balls on January 6th, uh, just in a sense of like what we talked about. Like not only did he for once do the right thing for what I believe to be the right reasons, but then also when he knew motherfuckers were there to murder him in mass, he didn't leave and he stuck it out to do it. So that does show some shit, but, um, you know, he, he has been at the very least to say under the thumb of Trump, who he, I do believe that uh, Pence is a religious zealot. I think that's that much is clear. I'm I'm not yeah. like saying anything new by that. But what I will say, as far as your theory, Mark Short maybe spilling some tea about the behind the scenes of the Trump administration, very possible. Uh, Pence, uh, the one thing I will say, and this is kind of informed by what I was just saying about his behavior. At January 6th, I think he wouldn't say shit. I don't know. Personally. I, I think I could see him like like side mouth saying some shit where they'd be like, like a, an interviewer could be like, when you were in the White House with Trump, did you see him go to church often? And he could, hmm. Like, I could see him just make a face mm-hmm. and hmm in a way that says he is not with God the way I, you know, like things like that, which is dumb. And it's not the biggest part right. of the population it's going to get. But he's not going to spill any no, tea. A that big he... part of that, though, a big part of that population like and Kansas just proved like mm-hmm. there were okay anybody real quick Kansas had a vote to ban abortion and it lost when oh yeah all we, these, that was on the list I was watching these um I, I do a lot of you know foreign it news. got massive I, I watch and listen to a lot of foreign news mm-hmm. and Sky which is kind of right you know more right leaning news like kind of like mm-hmm. the Fox News of England in a weird way okay not not so much the scene oh no I watched some when I was in Ireland I like y'all have mentioned bad, I went to Ireland but <laughs> but they were they were interviewing like exit polling people mm-hmm. and they were even saying before we did this we thought that there'd be a lot of republican women who were going to vote you know against this law but wouldn't say anything about it would be like you know i'm quietly voting to keep abortion legal but i'm not going to act i'm not going to tell anybody in right. public but right. they were like no 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 they were coming out of the polls like i'm a republican i go to church i voted against this choose yourself yeah and that they were like we were blown away by the vast amount of republican and by women against who this told it means us, pro-abortion yeah, rights who were not they were against the ban right you know but not pro-abortion but against banning it in a weird whatever right. and they were but they were they were openly admitting it to news channels as they left the poll which means I, I really think there's this like number one a lot of republican women that you know don't want it all the way gone they just want it you know not so late is the, their closest thing to, to being against abortion mm-hmm. you know but then there's there's a whole wave of them i honestly think that like 
they had to keep Republicans in the White House because abortion was legal. And now that the Supreme Court has done it, like the dog catching the car or whatever, I think a lot it's of them exactly that. aren't going to be fighting as hard for whoever's running this next time. I think this next time, everybody's going to be like, look, I got to fucking go to work. I'm fucking broke. And there's going to be a lot less or there's going to be a lot more talk about the economy than there is going to be about a you know reproduction rights i think the dems are going to talk about reproduction rights more than mm -hmm. the republicans are and they're that, that's like i think that they're going to lose a big part of their base on this next election that republicans of people are? that are tired of politics right because i keep hearing that too of like people are just tired of politics and i'm like shut the f or another one this country's never been more so divided i'm like they had a war yeah there was a war once this country has always been divided it's never not been divided and even when the war was over they shot that motherfucker in the head they shot yeah. the president in the head after it was over the unions have had <laughs> riots races have had riots america's had a lot of riots people don't it's... acknowledge and they're like right now because i saw an argument on facebook i've never seen it more divided like, yeah like, eh, you know it's 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 america motherfuckers dude. are tweeting hard at one another <laughs> no, I agree with you, but uh, do you, but wait. So, is your contention that turnout is going to be low on their side, on the Republican because, side, because they've already won to some of them, and I think some just don't fucking care anymore. And if Trump's not running, then the whole thing's rigged. Why okay, would I waste so my vote? See, all right, I definitely think that the uh, Trump making people think things is rigged. That votes don't matter. That votes don't matter does backfire to a certain extent. To what extent? I couldn't tell well, you. Well, they need to lose by a lot more now to make that point. So if right. they don't vote and they lose badly, mm. they might think that somehow helps them in the future. I don't, I'm not saying they're going to do that. Right. I don't, but my point to you is that their I, leaders aren't going to push for that. I one. feel that you're, you're probably right in that that causes a lower turnout. How much? I couldn't say. Um, but some yeah maybe that they don't turn out because they're like okay we got what we wanted with the roe v wade thing but i don't i don't think that that is actually how that works i think that yeah. it's like that's a bloodlust thing like oh we got that where do we go next it's like uh it's kind of like the pitchfork mob that's chasing frankenstein it's like yeah once they murder frankenstein they're like yo where's the vampire yeah. you know where do we who can we hunt down next that just becomes a bloodlust it's uh it's just it's it's in search of oh yeah no gay schools it, is, it's is a next. cause in search of a target kind of a thing um but and, uh and trans trans oh athletes. trans shit it will no and it's exactly like you know when when they flipped Roe v. Wade and for the the reasons that the court stated, you know, a lot of pundits were like, well, that means that fucking trans rights and gay marriage and interracial marriage are on the chopping block. And people were like, that's retarded. And then uh, people were like, no, you can't say retarded if I'm out there on the podcast. And I was like, no, I was quoting someone else. And then uh, Clarence Thomas came out and was like, uh, yeah, we think everything except uh, okay, uh, interracial no. marriage should and definitely be on the chopping block. Yeah. You know, it's, we think, it's real. Hold on, wait. Hey, Jenny, what am I supposed to think? Okay, here's what we think. Right, and and when I say we, <laughs> but so I don't I don't think that that causes them no. to turn out in lower numbers. I think Different, that actually, though. if anything, I think it can, encourages them. No, I'll say. But what I will say, I think, takes their numbers down is what you were saying earlier about. The Kansas referendum shows that <clears throat> they're not putting it on the ballot anymore. They they they're like we we can't let the people well, decide this. Republicans again. aren't. Yeah, totally. Democrats. Democrats are like, will almost certainly put it on the ballot, and they probably were going to anyway. But the fact that a state like Kansas that 
is so heavily red. Yeah. And always has. It has one liberal town in it. And that town is not very liberal. Is it Lawrence? I think that, yeah, I think so. Something yeah, like Lawrence. That. It's one of the college town. towns on the left. No, but also uh, Kansas City, which is on the border. It's, yeah. it's a major city. And but it's, it's like run by red. Right. For, yes, for a major city, it is a lot more right leaning. From what I said, but also I've never been to Kansas City. I'm talking to my ass right no. now. It's like St. Louis with more farmers, and honestly, it's it's honestly a lot like St. Louis. That I don't even know what to make of this shit you just said. It's like um, St. Louis, but farmers visit it. I mean, it's I, that was one of my first cities when I left home. It was because of a Grateful Dead show there, but one of the first cities I went to that wasn't my own mm-hmm. was Kansas City, and that was the first time I was I, I didn't know that it was on a on a border and divided into two cities and two it different is. states. It that like part of Kansas City is in one state and parts in another, and that to me was enough to be like, ooh, that's interesting. So like, and I was there for like a week, but yeah, I was definitely it's, like, it straddles what Kansas and Missouri, and that's yeah. also got thirty years ago, you know, almost, and it was different, I'm sure, you know. Um, but no, I I think that if anything brings their numbers down in a significant way, it's it's that it's uh, apathy. No, I, th- I I think it's it's the abortion issue being because all I don't think that it was I it, like you were saying about as far as the dog catching the car, I don't think the abortion issue was ever meant to actually yeah follow through. It was meant to be a wedge issue, the same way the immigration is meant no, to be I'm a wedge sure that issue. Leaked, it's never meant to that, be fixed. That it's just meant ruling, to make people mad enough to vote. You know, scared them more than us in that yes. way. Because and I I've been saying this for. Three years, and whenever an election comes up, I'll say the most important issue in America, the only issue in America, is abortion. When it comes to, like, when you review, when you go to any right wing place, and I saw so many interviews that were like, mm-hmm. Trump, oh God, he's so disgusting. New York and divorces and this and that, blah, 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 blah. Abortion, voting for him. And that, and it was like some interview <laughs> in West Virginia and on CNN was doing with all these different West Virginians that were like, I'm 100% against him, gonna vote for him, abortion. And that's like, that was pushed to me, like, that's that's their only issue. But the thing is, trans athletes that might bother them. Mm-hmm. But when you distill abortion down to their side, it's killing babies. Though that that alone, it's not, no, no, no. But to them, that's what it is. When you ask them, no. when they say, like when they that's what that's what they celebrated when they won. We saved babies. I I know it's not that, but that's what that they no. they can frame that to themselves and right. they believe that. But with trans athletes, you okay. can say. A girl might not have won the volleyball trophy. Right. That's the worst possible outcome. Right. Dead baby. Girl didn't get trophy. Like there's, you know what I'm saying? Like they cannot equate any of their new thing. I grooming. feel you. It, Like they try right. to make saying the teacher being gay is going to make the kids gay. Like they, they're pushing those to the extreme and the extreme doesn't really work. Wait, like vanilla ice? Well, like to well the saying extreme? that if a teacher is gay, <laughs> it's going to turn your kids gay isn't going to work with everybody. Right. But saving babies. Okay, but they don't I, even think about when they say, well, "You know, I these are all poor you, babies, right? These are poor liberal babies you're saving." Right. I, okay. So <laughs> I, I feel you that, and I agree that there is a number of people on that side who are anti-abortion because they actually believe that it's killing babies. But I don't think that that is what the majority of those people think. And it's also not what the motivation of the people that are using, like, that are adding that to the, like, so the nefarious fuckers at the top of, say, the right-wing agenda, the people in the smoky back room. The ones that thought up welfare queen. Right. When that stopped working, they moved on to dead baby. Right. And, but the reason for that is all 
And I hate that I always have to say it, but it always boils down to racist bullshit. Like the abortion issue, it comes into play after uh, desegregating schools. You know, like basically the religious right comes about as a voting base because of the desegregation of schools issue. And before that, they were religion, the church made it its business to stay the fuck out of politics and voting and telling people or how to vote. It worked both but, sides equally. But you know, like Billy Graham made a point to get a photo with every president. Right. You know? But let me just finish this thing. Is that at, during the the school desegregation thing, they the right caught a huge groundswell of white religious people that voted as one block. When they lost that, they were like, wait, how do we hold on to this religious block uh, as voters? And so they found abortion as an issue. This is five or six or seven years after Roe versus Wade has already been a thing. For years, even the evangelicals, the Baptists, none of them were uh, speaking out, not the Catholic Church, nobody was speaking out about abortion being this huge issue. It only becomes an issue then. And when you look at abortion in the context of white replacement theory, it all all of it fucking gay rights feminism abortion this is all about uh and and i'm not saying every follower who's voting for this knows that no what i am saying is that the people at the top know that here's how all these things tie together it's it's white replacement theory. But you think that it's, it, the when, white replacement theory would want those abortions to happen because no. the majority of them are, are not white people. N- no, there is a certain amount of... Uh, so women's reproductive rights are associated much more closely with any uh, society that has women that are educated and go to college. And it's it's really... It's the, it's the premise of idiocracy. Yeah. It's like educated white people uh with control over their reproductive rights uh have much fewer children yeah than people that don't you know what i mean and so that when you look at women's reproductive issues whether you're calling it abortion or something else you look at women having control over their own bodily autonomy under the umbrella of abortion which is what they're calling it on their platform and then immigration and uh you know every everything else on their platform it's all just uh you know so abortion immigration uh feminism gay rights trans rights these are all things that like take women out of the household and fucking empower them and stops them from being barefoot and pregnant and uh immigration is brown people coming in making babies instead of white people making babies all of this if you follow it back far enough it's all white replacement theory and it's it's, about freedom man it's all about freedom right and it's but that's why i love when republicans say we love freedom i'm like but every platform you have is about how people shouldn't be doing things right exactly every single issue you have is like stopping freedom but it's like how we have talked and you know it's not like we're original in pointing this out but you know if you follow any fucking conspiracy theory far enough back to its source 
it Jews. ends it yeah it ends it Jews. Jews it ends it anti-Semitism and in that same way and that's all white replacement theory is it just ends at anti-Semitism anti-black anti-brown ends at the Jews you know I, so like that's all whether and I'm not I'm not saying everyone who is voting against abortion rights knows that but that's where the architects of that platform are coming from and rolling that snowball down the hill. I recently saw this just for George Soros. I don't know what they're going to do when George Soros dies. He's old. He's going to die soon. <laughs> and that's the only thing they've got. When I can personally name at least 10, like the Mercer family's not even hot. You know, like people don't even know about them, yeah. much less the fucking Coke network. But the um, Tucker Carlson recently on his show was railing about George Soros, um, you know, supporting politicians somehow mm -hmm. and he went off about how he doesn't like how rich foreigners can come in here with their money and control the flow of information and i wanted to be like dude do you know who your fucking boss is you dumb piece of shit yeah, your one? boss is a foreign rich guy who came, came in here and he's totally controlling the flow Australian, of information but then he went on john stewart about a week later when john stewart's fighting for vets he comes on tv and he's like it's disgusting that people are out here listening to a tv personality about political things <laughs> like, are you fucking that stupid? The only difference between you two is he's smart, and and he and he called you a he dick called you a dick on, on your TV. own show. I watched it. I was there. It was amazing in my living room on Vandalia, just being like, "Hey, John Stewart's on cross on Crossfire today. Let's watch this." And he's like, "You know what's funny? You're a dick on it. He's like, you, you're a lot funnier on your own show." He's like, "Ah, that's funny because you're a dick on every show you're on." Yeah, <laughs> like, he just called you a dick on daytime TV. You dick. Yeah, it was. He, it was amazing. He burned him so bad that the show got canceled. Cross, no, that's right. It did Crossfire didn't. It, it was two more months, and it was just done. Paul Begala had to go out and find a job in politics. Um, well, also, so getting back to the whole like idea of Republicans kind of supporting shit until they do the exact opposite was. Um, did you see how? Okay, so at C, once again at that CPAC uh, rally, there was like a. Isn't that um, what people use when they when they when they can't sleep? No, that's a CPAP. Oh, Pat. And I will not have you impugn the way that I survive every I single. I didn't mean night. you. I just didn't know if they had bit the name. Um, they're like, they, oh. well, yes, they're style biters, but no CPAP. Yeah, um, but yeah, there was like, you know, a big um, cunts parading around carelessly. Oh, that's pretty good. I don't know. I'm just making. Um, just spitballing here. Republic. Cunts. Um, no, but so there was, you know, a big presentation where uh, a bunch of, you know, candidates and different, um, you know, CPAC stars were up, you know, having, a, I guess, lecture interview that, you know, that kind of shit where they're on stage for people to fucking watch, whatever. Um, and there was a Republican congressman representative, I believe they're called, uh, who they were asking him if traditionally the representatives were called congressmen. Right. I thought senators were, I thought they were all congressmen, senators and representatives. Mm -hmm. And then the, cause they're all in Congress, Congress yeah, in both houses. Both but houses, apparently yeah. me and Ellie had to talk about this and we had to, I had to Wikipedia it or Google it. And um, Shout out apparently the, um, the representatives are referred to as congressmen traditionally. For yeah. some reason, I always thought they were representatives because it's the House of Representatives, not the House of Congressmen. But hey, who am I? Either way, they don't like to be, they don't like to remember track. that they represent us, not that 
Cool story, they bro. Think they lead us. <laughs> hey. Anyway, you, um, you were right. So yeah, I was. Uh, thank you for uncorrecting me, um, or for correcting my correction. Uh, anyway, there was a Republican congressman named Andy Biggs who was talking about how uh, if Republicans get to uh, retake both houses, what they need to do is because he was furious about the prosecution and we will talk about this in a minute but uh the prosecution of the brianna taylor cops yeah. finally getting yep. arrested and shout out to that fucking happening and whoever was fucking responsible <clears throat> but um merrick garland yes and i would like to He's talk to, about merrick garland in a minute but um so he was Andy Biggs, representative congressman Andy Biggs, was furious about the Brianna Taylor cops finally getting arrested for their chicanery, skullduggery, and otherwise shenanigans. Uh, and then also for the um, January 6th investigation as a whole, but in specific that uh, people that were at the riot were being uh, held, you know, uh, yeah, waiting, awaiting bail. Um, but so he was saying when they retake the houses of Congress, uh, the plan was that they will defund the FBI and the DOJ and impeach all the judges that had any hand in it. And I was just like, oh, now you want to defund the police. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Like, it's so insane, like, how, like, it's what you were talking about earlier, like, the disconnect, uh, and just, because so, so much of January 6th, watching them beat the police with fire extinguishers when, like, not two months earlier, they accused us of burning down all the cities in America. Right. Because there was a protest or two. And not only that, but, like, during the, uh what people now kind of call the George Floyd uprisings or, but like Breonna Taylor's death had, you know, as much to do with it. Oh yeah. You know, there was so many Philando Castile. There's so, there's so many that we, we would fill a whole episode if we just read the names off, you know what I mean? But, and, and, and way more than that. Um, but so Breonna Taylor being a major impetus of, or excuse me, Breonna Taylor's death being a major impetus of the start of what became, you know, a defund the police movement. And that being this major fucking tentpole of the whole, you know, CRT, Black Lives Matter terrorists and all these motherfuckers and being like these congressmen and senators being like, they want to defund the police and now it's like, oh, all it takes is for your homies to get arrested, yeah. and now you want to defund the fucking police. Forty years ago, we're like, hey, um, CIA is actually assassinating people, and they just killed a bunch. See, FBI is just killing Black Panthers in their fucking beds. Yeah. And their response was, well, if you don't break the law, you won't get in trouble. And now they're like, the yeah. FBI is the deep state. It's the deep state. Which is, yeah, it's it's all such a weird turnaround, and I. Uh, I am deeply ambivalent, but waiting to see how this Merrick Garland shit plays out, because I will say that I thought that he was going to be like the Neville Chamberlain of, like, attorney generals. Like, it just seemed like um, the 1-6 committee was so far into their shit, and the DOJ was being caught on their heels, 
And not that they discuss their investigations, but generally leaks happen enough yep. to where if enough people get questioned about anything, somebody comes out and yep. is like, yo, do you know they're looking into shit? Yeah. So, um, but they seem to be uh, now with the things that are leaking. It seems like they're way deeper into their I investigation. Even, I was even today thinking the whole previous. mansion thing, like how mansion like you know fucked everything up, and then the bills actually just mm -hmm. went through this weekend. I honestly think that might have been like a, you know, what's his name, um, Schumer went, went to mansion and was like, check it out, this bill's cool, but if we do it right now, they're gonna forget. Mm -hmm. So check it out. It's, they started too early fuck it up for about let's say six months and then we're gonna pop it off then the money comes through right before the midterms and i think garland is also like all these i could have been a fucking supreme court judge yeah. but that mcconnell motherfucker no fuck him right before the midterms right when it's too late to boom then that's when we drop the fucking hammer on everybody but i don't know i could be wrong no it was for me and i hate to be that fucking space cadet but it honestly just makes me believe more in simulation theory yeah. because the whole fact that merrick garland is the dude who got fucked out of the supreme court judgeship at the end of the obama era then becoming the attorney general for the vice president of obama who then is now president obviously and then being the one held responsible if he does actually prosecute this shit, that's what i mean about believing in simulation theory i'm like this is a little on the nose yeah. it's bad writing yeah yeah, it's just that's... like if you saw this in a movie like oh or like a it, it would have to be like an hbo show because you're like oh dude that's the guy who didn't get the supreme court judge shit he's dunking on him oh now did you see like, last week it's way too much dude in, in congress there was uh, um there was a talk about how um he was giving merrick garland had put up a new list of like symbols for hate groups okay and it was like you know swats to go all the normal ones mm -hmm. And so he, he put it out. Ted Cruz was questioning this list. And mm -hmm. he was like, I've noticed on your list, you have this one certain kind of flag on here. You know, and he's like, yeah, it's, a lot of hate groups use that one. And Ted Cruz takes his boots off and slams them on the table. And he's like, this flag right here, I've been wearing this flag on my boots into Congress every day since I started. And you want to Merrick Garland to be like, well, have you checked your record, asshole? You know, yeah. You're kind of <laughs> no. on it. But he was just like, hey. These are signs that came yeah. up, and he's like, "Oh, so the original Betsy Ross flag would be on there as well." And he's like, "Well, I would actually, just... this one group uses that flag for their symbol. So yes, that flag is actually listed on here. If I were to see three of these symbols together, kind of know what direction that person leans." And it was like, basically, it was like, "Fuck you, Ted Cruz." I would know. I would just loved it if Merrick Garland, because you know how he, he talks very. I like, want to be like, "Did you wear those like, boots in Yale?" And he's like, "He's these boots right here. I've been wearing them." Are you saying that? And he's. I would just love for him to be like. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> I said good day, sir. Um, but no, I uh, I don't want to get hyphy on him as far as like being excited about what Merrick Garland is or is not going to do. But I have uh, been bagging on him uh, quite a bit. Uh, I don't think this was the first time I called him the Neville Chamberlain of attorney generals on this particular show. Um, but I will say that in the last month or so, the amount of, uh, hammers that seem to be yep. 
being, if, if not brought down yet, like, uh, you know, as we said, and let's get a little bit more into, they are charging federally the Breonna Taylor cops yep. that killed her, that fucking, but Violated here's the thing. her civil rights. And also, but so, you know, um, the, like, so the federal system can't charge people with murder because that is under the jurisdiction of wherever that murder took place. Yep. But what they're going back and showing is that there were they're charging these cops with conspiracies. And I should have actually looked up what the actual paperwork was. What it's, but it's conspiracies. It's lying to yeah, the feds afterwards. The, the search warrant. And, and fraudulently. And, and then discussing it between themselves yes. of what to lie about Cre when yes. they were going to... Creating report. cover stories. Yeah. And then also, though, from what I understand, and I could be mistaken, as I rarely fucking am, any listener of this show knows I'm very rarely wrong. Um, but the, apparently, <laughs> my understanding is that they, they literally just cut and pasted um, things from... And, and after the fact... They cut and pasted uh, parts of other warrants into uh, the warrant that was supposedly for Breonna Taylor's house. And then uh, not only that, so they went back and re-kind of repackaged the warrant mm -hmm. as it was. But um, the reasons that they were uh, rating it were supposedly for the packages that the post office had been delivering there that they claimed were suspected to be drug packages. But apparently, even at the time, the postmaster general had yep. told them, yep. yo, these aren't reasons you can raid someone's house. The things that you're putting on this warrant, I do not co-sign. It is not okay to fucking raid someone's house for this. And so it's weird to have, like, the title postmaster general sounds really important in a really clowny ass way i don't know if you feel that way but like to me like postmaster general is like it sounds like like captain crunch yeah. you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like oh, I, don't, I don't know that like it's and do they have it's grandiose do, do but i don't have, know that it holds any weight well here's what i've wondered is there a postmaster corporal and colonel <laughs> do they have i mean or do you just you know you go from like post office manager to straight to general no you but know, see is there and, a, is there okay an, and i'm not positive about this but an I, officer corps i think what it is is that and this is kind of why it's like enlisted men become generals i think it's like attorney general though and it's like because general you know has a couple of different meanings and it's not like general like uh head of the military it's general like as in for the public so you are the postmaster of the public. Yeah. That's why I'm, and I could, again, be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure the reason why the plural of attorney general is not attorney generals. Yeah. It's attorneys general. Because you are the attorney for the public. And so if you have more than one attorney for the public, yeah. you are attorneys general. If it was like in the military way, well, then they'd be attorney generals. You know, or you, if you had more than one uh, postal service, there might be postal postmaster generals. But I think that if we were talking the General. past five uh, postmasters general mm -hmm. would be how you would say that. So uh, I don't know why I just felt like I needed to go off on a tangent I, I, about the linguistics. Even but. that word postmaster general makes me think of Wilfred Brimley. 
Okay. And I believe he was he played the postmaster general in a Seinfeld episode. Okay. When um Kramer was like didn't want his mail anymore or whatever and decided mm-hmm. against the mail that yes. he, he brought him into a little quiet room and was like explained to him why he was gonna get his mail and he was like, Okay, sir. But I don't know. I just, I also just like it because there's very few things where the uh, the plural goes in the middle. It's like Lords of Leaping yeah. and Surgeon you know I mean? General. Is there are there other kinds you surgeons, think besides the Postmaster and Surgeon? I'm pretty sure that it would be like the last five Surgeons General said that. I could be mistaken, but as I, as I pointed out earlier, I fucking rarely am. Um, before we get out of here, you know, uh, uh, real quick, yeah. Through my life, I remember certain Surgeon Generals who mm-hmm. came out on TV and talked sometimes. Mm-hmm. Who was the Surgeon General during COVID? Not you know, Anthony Fauci. Like, did Trump have one? I'm sure he had to. They probably do. Is there Was there a drug czar? Like, there's certain jobs that I haven't even, like, I don't even know. But I remember, like, that one guy that had the no mustache and the beard. Coop, yeah, yeah. Was, was Surgeon he had General. He the Abe Lincoln thing. Like, during AIDS, there was one out there telling us about stuff, and then yeah, cool. a whole COVID one happened, and they were like, eh, Wait, I'm Hulk not. COVID? Oh, when, Hulk COVID is your new fucking no, said, show alias. I know, but I'm using it anyway. But when, Hulk COVID. when COVID came out, like, there, you'd think the Surgeon General would have been like, well, let me get ready for TV. And he was like, hey, Anthony, you go out there and do this. I'm not even, I don't want to get hated. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. Ant, Anthony, Susan, you go out there, you talk. And they were like, Aw. was it Bricks? Was it not Dr. Bricks? Maybe. I just don't remember. No, Bricks was a, no, she was something else. She was. She was something, something else, else. All right. Um, all right, fuck it. You know, uh, oh, wait. I was going to say we're closing on that, but we, w- one real quick thing. Uh, so, uh, Jizz Lane, when last we investigated, had uh, been moved to uh, Suicide Watch, but now... They're putting her in Florida. Yeah, in the super cushy minimum yeah, security like shit. Florida, isn't that where this all started? Where it all fucking began, Shouldn't they bro? put her in, like, I don't even... Alabama. That's what, you know, like you tell me I'm going to Florida. Florida sucks, and jail in Florida, they ain't got air conditioning. Florida's she's, very humid. She's getting uh, the cushy treatment, which I do think that sucks, but also... It's uber fucking weird that no one is bringing... Because a lot of people are, like, super mad about her getting the cushy treatment, which I think is valid that they should point that out. But no one is pointing out other than we have on this show, and I'm going to point it out again. No one has been like, why has there never been a plea deal? There's never been her... even the offer of her snitching on anyone no but I mean, because everyone in charge who would be snitched on is who, those are the people in charge of making sure yeah. like making sure that she's either dead or taken care of one way or the other they're making sure she's taken care of there's too many important people the fact that she was never even offered a snitcher deal but we don't know she wasn't we do know that well i mean Publicly, she was never offered a deal. Publicly, well, she could have been she offered. She said, first of all, if she was offered a snitcher deal, that would have been public record. Yeah. Uh, she said publicly she will never snitch. Now we all know that was her taking her own head out of there. She's like, hey, yo, that was like the Brer Rabbit, like, don't, don't throw me in the fucking well, like with Briar Epstein patch. Never mentioned. He didn't really. He wasn't a big public statement guy, but he never mm-hmm. mentioned the possibility of snitching or not 
you know, it just, he was just gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure anybody, I mean, conspiracy-wise, somebody could have walked in her cell with an iPad and been like, watch this video of us choking Jeff out. You're not talking. Right. We're going to put you in Florida. It'll all be good. Just keep your fucking mouth shut. We're done. You know? But they were asked, like, why was there no snitcher deal offered to her? And it would have been on the table. If, like, if they had offered her that deal, it would be a matter of public record. And she was not offered that deal ever. But none of her... Okay, like her charges to say, and maybe she had information that you wasn't. Know she had information that wasn't connected to her charges. They already proved that Prince Andrew was on it. We yeah. don't need to rehash it all. It's definitely a real thing. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, there's not. The victims wanted her getting in trouble. You know, like the victims might not even have wanted a snitch deal. We don't know. Uh, or, but the you, only thing wait, she had to think that her the, charges only related to Epstein. Okay, number her, her number charges one. were all okay. about. Number one, number one, for Epstein. Number they don't one, mention other number people. one, the the victims don't get a say in what deal is no. offered between the fucking state and or the feds. They cannot. They cannot testify. I mean, they are already under affidavit. They right, say there but are there, some, but they could they could change their case by saying, "I'm not going to testify in the case." If you but that never happened. You would know if that had happened, and also that that doesn't ever happen anyway. No. And so, like, I, I understand your impulse and instinct to play devil's advocate, but the, but the truth is this, that the, the deal was never offered. Those women never made any stink about saying that they wouldn't fucking testify. And also, just on basic common sense, not based on anything else, but do you think that those women... If offered the chance of having the rich and powerful men that trafficked them yeah. and raped them and all that, that they wouldn't want those people prosecuted more than Ghislaine? Do you know how many of the victims mention anyone besides Epstein? I don't. There's one. Virginia Guffrey said Prince, Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew, right. There was not, I'm just saying, you think that eventually one would be like, oh, Bill Gates fucked me in the ass. You know, like you think one of them would say, oh, Bill Clinton. Like, because they're out there talking about, you know, Epstein. You think mm -hmm. one, or I mean, for all, we don't know how many bodies got dumped in the fucking Bahamas. There could have been many more victims we never a heard lot, of. Probably. You know, like, but I'm just saying, like, that's the one thing that I've always wondered is why none of the victims, because a victim, there could be one victim who lies and is crazy and was like, fuck this, I'm writing a book. Everybody famous is going in here, you know, but there, mm -hmm. there hasn't even been somebody like accused of falsely accusing anybody but like and especially bill clinton you know or whoever whoever like was there with him right i feel like clinton and the, the gates guy, are your most likely the guy from um from victoria's secrets lev oh yeah parnass uh, or whatever his name lev, no that's no. not no no that's not no. Lev parnass. sorry lev parnass whoever you are um don't sue me i'm not alex jones i don't have the money. fuck man i had his name but you know what i'm talking about yeah, l yeah. brand's guy the guy that owned yeah, victoria's secrets totally. started it and gave epstein islands and fucking mansions mm-hmm no, none of them ever mentioned getting raped by him or abused by him. Absolutely. It's only Epstein. But Epstein might have been tricky enough to keep them till they're 18 and then let him fuck those guys or whatever. That's a good question. Because, like, in the Florida thing, they came up that there were other, they mentioned there were other men. Yeah, but they very don't, they much. don't talk about well, who or what. Well, that's the whole trafficking issue. Yeah. Um, that's another thing about Merrick Garland is if Matt Gates could happen, if he could just, just one day I want to wake up and see Matt Gates charges, here they are. He's getting fucked. I am really, really looking forward to that, and I really hope that that happens. Um, I don't know what the fuck is taking it so long, but I hope it becomes another one of those. Um, but I don't think he's being investigated by the feds, so it's not going to be a Merrick Garland moment. He is. Yeah. 
Okay. Yes, 100%. Even when he I thought he was being story, investigated by Florida. When he broke the story, mm-hmm. he, he said, it's, it's all about the, you know, first off, this guy came to me and said the FBI was after me and he could get me off. Mm-hmm. So this is all just a blackmail thing. The, the actual crime is totally bogus. It's not even real. Mm-hmm. So he was the one that actually broke the story by saying the FBI was after him. But it, yeah, it's the FBI. And the FBI are the ones charging um, the other guy with, because it was with, um, you know, something to do with holding office, you know, like mm-hmm. misuse of office. It was something federal that they got his friend on that's snitching on him. So yeah, yeah, no, no, no. They, the they, they flipped this boy. But the which feds is... did, not, not the state. Oh, they did. Okay. I, if I was a fed, I wouldn't trust the Florida police right now at all. <laughs> like, I wouldn't trust shit out of Florida. No, I mean, that's where the whole thing gets fucked to begin with. But it's also, you know, it was the feds that gave uh, Epstein the sweetheart deal. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just for the record, not that truth is what we do here, but uh, Les Wexner yes, is the Lex- name of the head of. Uh, but also, uh, Lev Parnas, you don't owe him an apology. He's one of the assholes that got uh, convicted with uh, fucking. Yeah, yeah, Giuliani's boys. Giuliani's from, um, homies. Yeah, yeah. Were, so fuck him like, too. Hey, I have dirt from Ukraine. Uh, yeah, and so you know, fuck them all. Um, Hunter but Biden yes, I. Uh, if we can end on just uh, a similarly high note as we started on, like yeah, let's uh, let's all watch Matt Gates get uber screwed. Like let's let's watch him get interstate trafficked and uh, you know renditioned and like treated poorly. Uh, and and uh, especially because he seems to really be a big fan of the Trumpian method of like not just doubling down, but like speaking yeah. in front of gigantic crowds and saying the most fuck shit ever. Um, yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's let's watch that. So uh, on behalf of Postmasters General, on behalf of Attorneys General, and uh, taking it to the extreme. Uh, on behalf of in, in absentia, Silvery Plath, Woko Ono, Yoni Berra, Paloma Abdul, and my man in presentia. Don't know if that's a real word, but here we are. Uh, Adam Strange, a.k.a. Adam Who Strange, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, uh, the Viscount, Dirty Finger. I am your host, Thalio Iglesias, Poonani DeFranco. MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, Chris Pistofferson, Hulk COVID. Uh, that doesn't really work. You're right. Um, it was, yeah, fuck it. It was there. Uh, Elon Muscular, the Archduke, the Peshmode von Luftballons, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, the Boulevard Thunder God, the Dime Store Crime Lord, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. Worst or not, you have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst. Say worst again, motherfucker. See what happens. Worst. <laughs>